Hi, and welcome to Santa Cruz Naturalist. I'm Sarah Gonzalez. This week on our show, we're talking about environmental DNA with Sabrina Shirazi, a PhD student at the University of California, Santa Cruz. Hi, Sabrina. So, could you tell us a bit about what is environmental DNA and where can you find it? Yeah, environmental DNA refers to any DNA that's shed by an organism into its environment. The organism can be an animal, a plant, a fungus, or a bacteria, anything living. And the environment could be air, it could be soil, water, where you can isolate the DNA from all of the organisms living in that environment um, just by sampling soil or water. So what got you interested in environmental DNA in the first place? I first started working with environmental DNA during undergrad, actually. Um, It was one of my thesis projects. It was ancient environmental DNA. So DNA can persist in the environment, so say in soil, for example, for hundreds of thousands of years even. And in undergrad, I got involved in a project looking at the environmental DNA in shell middens. These are basically trash piles um, from different native peoples. And we could sample soil from these shell middens and look at the different animals that were there basically in the different plants and look at their look at what these people were eating based on what things were finding in their trash piles or their shell middens. So it's like a fossilized DNA kind of? Yeah, the DNA um, generally sticks to clay, uh, often the opposite charge, and then the clay kind of protects it. Um, it doesn't always need to stick to clay. It can be just floating around in the soil. Actually, how the DNA is preserved in the soil, we don't entirely, entirely understand. But... There have been studies that are able to recover DNA from soils that are 400,000 years old. And that's the oldest that we've been able to go back so far. So I also understand that in your research, you use environmental DNA for the conservation of species. Can you tell us a little bit about that? There's many ways that eDNA, eDNA is environmental DNA, uh, that that it can be used in conservation One could be tracking rare or elusive species. So imagine some endangered animal or plant that is difficult to visually observe. You can sample soil or water from a large area and see if you can detect it, see if it's still there. Or you can track invasives the same way. So you can protect species by looking at where invasive plants, for example, may be across a landscape. So that's one way that you can do that you can use eDNA for conservation, which we call biomonitoring. Wow, so it's um, a bit like forensics, figuring out who was at the scene. Yes, it's very much like forensics. And actually, environmental DNA is used in forensics. If you imagine like some murder case or something where you have the suspect's shoe and you can get dirt off of the shoe, you can kind of see if the composition of anything, even just bacteria, if the composition of bacteria... Um, in the soil on that shoe matches the murder scene, that's pretty strong evidence that that person was there. You've been listening to Santa Cruz Naturalist. Special thanks to my guest, Sabrina Shirazi. And as always, to all of you for tuning in.